0: This podcast is brought to you by DeStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Hines is rolling back prices to pre-COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to Hairman.com. That's Hairman.com. Strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Former President Donald Trump just won his fourth straight Republican primary election.
1: Trump defeated Republican challenger Nikki Haley in her own home state. This morning, a new challenge for Nikki Haley. He's now losing a top donor, Americans for Prosperity and Action, an organization backed by billionaire Charles Koch.
0: How embarrassing for you. Well, goodbye. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. On Thursday, as you all know, President Biden will travel to Brownsville, Texas, to meet
1: with U.S. Border Patrol agents. You know, maybe the tone of this will change uh, when he goes to the county facility, but but so far, I mean, this is this is very much a dog and pony show. Yeah. Who's
0: your captain? Howie Carr. And I want to make sure I get the quote exactly right. He said, the better angel, he said, we must address the council...
1: Today, Junior!
0: I'm right here. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. If you haven't heard, uh, Governor Healy has made the official announcement. Southie is going to... Host its own flop house for illegal aliens. It was. It's been in the works for a while, but now it's official. In the Seaport District, it's only fair. You know, Roxbury's got the as being destroyed with the Melnea Cast Center, so now they're going to destroy uh, Southie. It's equity, equity. 844-500-4242. The Karen Reed trial uh, murder trial has been postponed until until uh, April 16th. It was scheduled to begin on March 11th. Now they're saying they've gotten uh, thousands. The defense says they've, got, they've gotten thousands of uh, pages of exculpatory evidence, and there's no way they can, they can get through all the uh, evidence before uh, March 11th. So the judge who's been wanting to jam this thing through has, uh, has agreed to postpone it until April 16th. Turtle Boy got out of uh, jail on, uh, uh, on Friday, and today they dropped the, uh, the the assault and battery charges against him that had been uh, that were, that were the witness was going to be his girlfriend who they they had some problems with her credibility so they dropped the charges. We're going to try to get that turtle boy on here in uh, in just a few minutes to to discuss uh, discuss what it was like. He's been in as you know he's been in jail for the last sixty days. So it's, it's funny. They, his, his 60 days run out, his 60 days in the hole, and he was awaiting trial on those charges, and once he gets out, they drop the charges. As I always say in the halls of justice, the only justice is in the halls. 844 500 voting has begun in the, uh, the primary elections for next week. The, the, the official election day is March 5th to a week from tomorrow, but you can vote early now uh, in uh, wherever you are. If you haven't gotten an absentee ballot, they the, the polls are open for the quote unquote early voting. So get down there and vote. If you're a, if you're a Republican or you're unenrolled, please get get out and vote. Not only in the presidential primary, but also for the state committee. The uh, people who d- destroyed the Republican Party: Jeff Deal, DoorDash Deal, and Jim Jones Lyons. The people who almost bankrupted the party, who wasted all the money, didn't uh, stift vendors, lost every race they got involved in. They're trying to take it over again. Jeff Deal, uh, there's a lawsuit going on, and uh, the party is claiming Jeff Deal, his doomed campaign, owes hundreds of thousands of dollars in unpaid bills for the uh, 2022 campaign. And so Jeff Doordash Deal wants to get in as the chairman so he can write off the debts, get the party to pay off the debts. I don't know where they're going to come up with the money because, you know, who's going to give, who's going to give DoorDash Deal any money? That's why they went, that's why they went out of business when his boss uh, Jim Jones Lyons was running the party. So, if you want to see who to vote for, it's a, it's an obscure race. Nobody ever cared about it until they hide until uh, uh, Deal and Lyons tried to hijack the party to uh, to turn the turn it into a one-party state for the Democrats. But we've got to stop them from getting back in and finishing off the party. So if you want to know who to vote for, go to howiecarshow.com and click on the uh, click on the banner at the top, and you can see who uh, who we're I'm supporting. And uh, you can also read up on the, uh, the, the I call it the Kool-Aid cult chronicles about what they did to the party. And tomorrow uh, we've, we put in the first two, an introduction and then the, uh, the, the, uh, the record of the party with all of their multitude of defeats over the past two election cycles. They didn't win a single race. That's my spoiler alert there. And tomorrow we'll be talking about the financial and legal difficulties they've left behind. This all these unpaid bills, stiffed vendors, a fifteen thousand dollar state fine under Jones and Lyons, a sixty five hundred dollar federal fine under Jones and Jones Lyons and uh, Deal. Uh, there's a still a pending case on fifty thousand dollars that they uh, that uh, they they. they they colluded with a with a, a another a separate entity after being specifically told by the state they couldn't do it. I mean they got they got it in writing. You can't do this, and then they did it. And so now they're trying to weasel out of it. So again, and you'll see who was you'll, you'll see who was signing all these unpaid bills for a Jeff Deal. You're going to be shocked by some of the uh, some of the people that signed the two people who signed these bills. Eight four four. Five hundred forty-two, forty-two nine seven eight. The yuppies who now live in Southie will be crying when their Amazon packages start disappearing and their BMWs get broken into. The, the, this building is very close to the Children's Museum, and I think they just redid a park over in that general area. And I mean, are you going to are you going to take a chance taking your kids next to one of these flop houses? I mean, what what sane? School administrator is going to bust the kids in to to one of these uh one, one of these th- these flop houses i mean is this is this is such a bad move and you know the the city councilors uh, uh flynn eddie flynn he was he's you know he's 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 kind of weak. But he was saying, "Hey, come on, come on." The senator, Nick Collins, was saying, uh, "You know what the hell's going on here?" Aaron Murphy, the uh, city councilor at large, is saying, "What the hell's going on?" You know, and and they they don't care, they don't care because the you know Mara Healy, Mara Healy when when's the when's the first flop house going into Arlington? When when are they going to start putting them into uh, Cambridge? They got all those un those uh, those hotels in Harvard Square down on Memorial Drive down there uh, between MIT and Harvard. Why don't, they put it? Why don't they put a few thousand gangbangers and terrorists in there? No, 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 no. Have to put them in Roxbury and Southie and Kingston and Yarmouth and Quincy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 844 says, God bless Turtle Boy. Listen to his efforts to expose the truth. It's so important that someone with his courage is fighting against such blatant, corrupt warfare to bury truth, honesty, and justice. Joining us now on the line, he'll be with us for a little while. We'll take him beyond the break, I, I hope, is uh, Aidan Kearney, also known as Turtle Boy. Congratulations on, your, uh, on surviving 60 days in the hole. Hey, I'm, uh,
1: I'm, a, I'm a grizzled veteran now of uh, jail. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> Good. Are you a jailbird now, Turtle Boy?
1: I guess so. I'm an ex-con, I guess, except I haven't <laughs> been convicted of
0: anything. Yeah, I, I don't think you're an I ex-con, but you could be a jailbird. Uh, but anyway, well, the, the, the so I'm, I'm up, I,
1: the charges were dropped today. So I know. That's
0: that's the amazing thing. You did your 60 days and then they dropped the charges. It's uh, you know, yeah, but if if you were, were an illegal to... alien, they would have just put you on parole and you could have gone on a crime spree and you still wouldn't have been locked up.
1: Howie, I I'm going to be writing about this, but the whole thing was a setup. The whole thing was a lie. None of this ever happened. I have proof of it all. I've recorded some of it. There's evidence of it out there. And we are going to be uh, exposing this all. They know darn well that this woman that they put up to this lied about it, that none of this ever happened. And uh, they did it for the sole purpose of revoking my bail, uh, simply because it's automatic 60 days when that happened. They had no intention whatsoever of ever bringing this to trial. They got what they wanted. And they didn't want to put this person on the stand because they know it would have been an absolute disaster. The truth would have come out. They got what they wanted. And then today, I showed up for the Karen Reed hearing, as I do for every Karen Reed hearing, and she, they brought her as a human shield armed with the order in her hand. She walked into the courtroom with Jennifer McCabe, Chris Albert, and the rest of the people who murdered John O'Keefe. She walked in holding that order, and I was evicted from the courtroom as a result of this. This has essentially been
0: weaponized. You know, I, I sent you that story from an Arizona case, which was very similar to yours. I don't know if you, you saw it or not, but uh, they, I mean, this stuff this stuff happens fairly regularly, or right? and it's it's unfortunate, but. I mean, what what's what is the next step for? I mean, you're are you out now? Didn't they didn't they charge you again with some more crimes in uh, in Norfolk yeah, County? They added, or...
1: they added two to the list. So they added a, a wiretapping charge, which I still don't know what that's about yet. Um, and they added, well, the other one I'd already been witness intimidation against this woman, who's again not a witness to anything. She was a person I saw socially, uh, and literally was involved in nothing. And when things ended. Uh, She decided to go to the state police and basically conspire to bring me over to the house. They uh, recorded me. I was on the phone. She was on the phone with Tully the entire time I was there, unbeknownst to me. The state cop. Yeah, unbeknownst to me. And as a result of this, uh, the whole plan was to make up a lie afterwards and, and
0: revoke the bail.
1: This is the ultimate scorned woman. Has done this, by the way. So three other men she's had incarcerated for this,
0: you know, including Tur- her own Turtle father. Boy. You know, they always a lawyer always says that the client makes his own decisions. But I, your your lawyer said that he told you not to go over there that night. He, I think he gave you he some did good advice. Me there,
1: Howie, and and, and um, I, it was the journalist in me. She she told me that she had a bunch of information on the state police that they had contacted her and that she wanted to show me everything, and she did. When I was over there, she showed me a lot of damning evidence over there that Jennifer McCabe orders the state police what to do she orders them how to run their investigation she showed me proof of this and then towards the end of the night when I decided it was time to go home that's when she lost it and that's when she decided to kind of I guess flip back to the other side and make up a lie that this happened so yes I I, obviously in hindsight uh that was a mistake but at the end of the day I was following the story as a journalist Howie the journalist of me just wanted to see what this information was
0: and now the charges have been dropped <laughs> after and you, now you the did 60 himself, days because
1: it never ever happened because she lied about it and it never happened and the state police got her to say it because they knew that it would revoke my bail that's all this was
0: uh, can you stick around to talk about what's what's up i sure. want to ask you about these 3000 pages that they uh, that they the uh, the prosecution turned over to Karen Reed's defense sure. today. Seems, see sure. what a what a uh, <laughs> what a serendipitous development for the defense to turn over, uh, you know, three thousand pages two weeks before the uh, the trial is supposed to begin. We'll talk more. Stay on board. Uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Aiden Kearney, A.K.A. Turtle Boy. When we come back, he's just out of uh, jail on Friday. 844 42 five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Car Show will be right back. He's Howie Car. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two with us is, uh Turtle Boy. Aiden Kearney was just released from jail on a, those bogus charges that were dropped today. After he did his 60 days, they dropped the charges. That's, that's the way the system operates. Turtle Boy, I thought you had improved your writing, I think, the 60 days. Those letters you wrote, I, that, those were uh, that, that's the best uh, writing I think you've ever done. Maybe, you know, not reporting so much, but just writing. You, it, it improved your style.
1: Well, I had, a lot of, I had a lot more time to do it. I had nothing but time to kill, literally, Owie, And I'm sitting there writing with one of those old prison flexi pens on a piece of paper. And thank you to Mora Thanks to Maura Healy. The one good thing she's ever done is allow prisoners to have unlimited phone calls. So it was actually a great time to be incarcerated because you could call up your people and have them. You just dictate. I would write them out by hand and then call, call home and just dictate them to the person who has the computer. And they hit the publish button. So they tried to silence me, but thanks to Maury Healy, they couldn't do it.
0: Sounds like the old days when I was a leg man for the old Boston Herald American that's uh, listen tell us about the tell us about what happened today. What, what are these 3,000 pages that were uh, delivered to the, uh, to the defense and, and what is is this really I mean uh, the smoking gun exculpatory evidence that's going to get her off or what is it? Do you know
1: We'll see according, according to the Commonwealth. That uh, 90 to 95% of it um, is not exculpatory, that they are, it confirms their investigation or whatever. But according to the defense, it's very exculpatory and is going to completely exonerate Karen Reed. So the public hasn't seen it. But of those two sides, the only one with a long and documented history of lying to the public is the Commonwealth. So I believe the defense, and we will see what comes forward because either way, Howie, Lexuses don't have dog teeth. So I don't know how they're going to explain how John O'Keefe's arm was covered in dog bites. I don't know how they're going to explain how the plow driver didn't see a body on the front lawn of 34 Fairview Road at 2.30 in the morning when they went by. I don't know how they're going to explain why a Ford Edge was seen parked directly next to where John O'Keefe's body would be discovered three hours later at 3 in the morning, and why after finding this information out, the state police elected to investigate a quote-unquote Blogger, rather than finding out who was driving the getaway car for a cop's murder.
0: What, what happened to the FBI? I thought they were supposed to uh, step in, ride in on their white horses, and uh, you know get get uh, get rid of this case. I, I never, I always well, suspected that wasn't going to happen. They move very slowly. But what do you? Wh- where where is the FBI? Where's the U.S. Attorney Joshua Levy in this? Well,
1: they work they work in the darkness and and josh levy has an exceptional record of of, you know going after corrupt cops who recently went after those troopers with the cdl things but this is obviously a bigger case and this takes time and i don't know exactly how their investigation is working but i do know that the fbi has a a strong track record of getting people like um uh, of of exposing public corruption in at least in the state of massachusetts recently and they're not going to waste their time for 18 months investigating something and allow a Boston police officer to be murdered and allow state troopers and some hack DA like Michael Morrissey to cover up the murder after the fact. They're not going to allow that to happen. So I don't know what's in this exculpatory evidence, but on January 18th, David Yanetti, the attorney for Karen Reed, said that the, the feds, quote-unquote, can't in good conscience let this go to trial. The trial has now been moved uh, about a month later to april so that gives the feds more time to come down with indictments and i I can't imagine a world in which they allow a boston police officer to be murdered and have a bunch of other corrupt cops cover up and they just kind of you know fiddle their thumbs and say well i guess we can't really figure this one out of course they're going to figure it out and i have more evidence on my show coming tomorrow night that brian albert's daughter has changed her story about what time she left that house based on what the FBI confronted her with. So tune in tomorrow night at nine if you want are. See you going
0: that. to be doing? Are you going to be still doing? Uh, you know, daily uh, postings on on uh, TB Daily News. Or are you going to just kind of switch over to, to Rumble now?
1: No, I mean I'm going to do both. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting acclimated to life after, as you can imagine. it could be a little chaotic <laughs> coming back.
0: Do you want to, to stick around for that. one more segment?
1: Sure, I'll do one more
0: segment. Okay, that's great. So if you, if you want to talk to Turtle Boy, give us, a, give us a call, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. For one more segment, we have uh, Aiden Kearney, a.k.a. Turtle Boy, and uh, uh, Turtle Boy, someone just said, uh, "How dare you call him a jailbird after he was unjustly uh, uh, jailed?" I was kidding. you. I think you know that, Turtle Boy. Oh,
1: I know you're kidding, Howie. I mean, I, I'm. Uh, it's like I was. I told the guards in there. The CEO's all love me, big fans. And they and I, "They all know I'm a political prisoner, Howie. This is not your normal. Or not your normal scumbag. I caught with some heroin or something like that. I'm in here because I challenged the most powerful institutions in the state." The most powerful people in the state the people who have all the guns and they were transparently corrupt about it and they put me in jail over it so you know a lot of great people a lot of great people went to jail howie i Um,
0: i understand i I understand that it's been a good it was a good career move for a lot of people some people anyway not many but a good a goodly proportion i think it's going to be a good uh, career move for you too. Now, where can people go? You you still need uh, you you still need money for your legal defense fund. Where can they go to give money to your uh, legal defense fund?
1: Yeah, you can go on our give and go on uh, Turtle Boy. It's, I think it's pinned to the top of my Twitter account at Doctor Turtle Boy. You can uh, check it out on there. Uh, all donations are welcome because, Howie, we're ready to go. We're ready to go all the way to the Supreme Court on this one if we need to the challenge the witness intimidation statute in the state, which is blatantly unconstitutional because it says you cannot cause emotional harm to quote unquote witnesses. Howie, you and I cause emotional harm for a living. You make liberals <laughs> I, go insane. Imagine every liberal who didn't like your show. It's like, Howie called me, called me, uh, you know, made me feel bad about myself and I'm a liberal and now I'm have emotional harm and I'm also a witness in a case. So Howie's a felon now. That's not how the first amendment works. So we are prepared to challenge this. And the Supreme Court, liberals and conservatives alike, are undefeated on the issue of free speech. There was a case about 10 years ago where, uh, remember the Planned Parenthood used to have those buffer zones outside?
0: Yes. Where you couldn't enter yes.
1: like, the circles? Yeah. Supreme Court, 9-0. Those are unconstitutional because they uh, violate the free speech rights of peaceful protesters. 9-0. Justice Ginsburg, even agreed with that one that that is unconstitutional so we are prepared to take this all the way to Washington if necessary and that's going to cost money so people if people want to donate we are defending the First Amendment it is on trial here in Massachusetts
0: I I'm, I'm gonna let I'm, a lot of people want to talk to you and I but I want to ask you one more question I've never understood this why if Karen even if Karen Reed hit her boyfriend John O'Keefe why is she charged with murder I, I mean at most it because would seem like it's flee what because they
1: wanted her they thought that they, they could scare her into a plea for manslaughter and she takes like six months in jail as opposed to looking at life and that way the, the, the most the reason they're going after karen reed howie is because it gives them an excuse not to go after the people who actually murdered him they don't want they probably would all sleep better if karen reed got off anyway they want this to go to trial so that they can turn her into Casey Anthony or OJ because they know she's getting acquitted and they can throw their hands up in the air and they can say, well, we tried and she got away with it. And that gives them an excuse not to find who was driving that Ford Edge that night, not to go after Jennifer McKee for Googling how long to die in cold at 227 in the morning, and for Brian Albert and all these other people who covered up the murder of John O'Keefe.
0: Are you going to go back to Canton or are you just going to... Yeah, uh, let discretion be a better part of valor from now on till this is over.
1: Well, I'm never going back to, to, to the to the hotel in Dedham where I stayed for six years. I'm not going back there. So <laughs> I'm gonna continue to obey the law, you know, abide by all orders, and make sure that I, I properly cover the story moving forward.
0: Yeah. You don't have to go to Canton to do that. Okay, let's take some calls yeah. for uh, Turtle Boy. And again, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a show tomorrow night on uh, on Rumble. Your 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 normal show
1: on Rumble, yeah, Rumble and YouTube, yep, both.
0: Okay, great. Check it out, uh, Kenny. You're next with Howie Carr and Turtle Boy. Go ahead, Kenny. Hey
1: guys, hey Turtle Boy, uh, are you so? You can actually these these are powerful people that put you in jail. Can you actually go after them? Is there some like some sort of a statute or? Something that you can do to go after these people to put you in jail? Because they knew darn well what was going to happen. Uh, you were going to spend 60 days just sitting there doing nothing and then all of a sudden drop the charges. So they're, they're playing a little game, aren't they? Yes. When I have a civil attorney. I have a, a, a nonprofit out of New York City um, that, see. according to them, they see millions of dollars potentially out of this, especially after the incarceration because that obviously adds to the damages immensely. But the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, when these—not if—when these charges get dropped, right? Then the civil uh, lawsuit can commence. Not until then, until you're, you know, exonerated, you can't obviously, you know, sue the state. But when these get dropped, and when this is all revealed for the sham that it is, rest assured, I will have retribution.
0: Thanks for the thanks for the call, Kenny. Uh, John, you're next with Howie Carr and Turtle Boy. Go ahead, John.
1: Okay, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. All right, so my question is about um, a news story that I saw recently where the cops said that they found DNA evidence. They found no canine DNA on um, John O'Keefe, and they also found DNA evidence on the broken taillights. But I have to say first, Aiden, I, I read Tor- Turtle Boy News with a great fascination because even though I live in New Hampshire, I'm originally from Canton, and I recognize a lot of the names like um, like Rafferty and Duty. but I didn't know if you've already mm-hmm. addressed this in your blog. Oh, I have. I have. So let me. So that's a good question. So, first of all, uh, the arm tissue samples from John's arm to test for canine DNA have disappeared. They're just gone. They never preserved them. The tissues from his, uh, allegedly from his sleeve that they tested, that was never witnessed, what was actually put on the swab. Michael Proctor could have wiped his tushy with that and passed it in. And if it didn't have dog DNA on it, they would come back and they'd say that they don't know what he did with that. They don't know where that swab came from. These are people covering up a murder. They're more than capable of just submitting something like that. And, my, and they're more than capable of taking taillight and planting it and putting it on your clothes. That's exactly what happened here. There was no taillight found at 6 in the morning when the Canton Police Department came. Yet hours later, after a foot of snow had fallen... 35 pieces of broken taillight were magically discovered. Riddle me that. Where was the taillight at 6 a.m.? Where was his shoe at 6 a.m. that they also found 12 hours later? And why didn't they search the house where the the body of a dead police officer was found on the lawn? Go, you, if you don't want the cops to come in your house in this state, apparently you just throw a dead cop on your lawn and they can't come inside. That's how it works. They never Turtle Boy, though, the you know,
0: a lot of people, you know, I, I, I was told by a bureaucrat a long time ago, he said, if you have a choice in, in a bureaucracy, any bureaucracy between incompetence and corruption, 99 times out of 100, it's incompetence rather than corruption. Isn't it possible they were just incompetent, the investigators, the cops?
1: No, if, if they were incompetent, Howie, uh, if they were just incompetent, they wouldn't have, uh, for instance, if you just look at his body, he's got dog
0: I've seen, the, I've seen those That's pictures. I mean, it doesn't seem like it would be a, a car going over the, his arm would have caused that kind of yeah. deep cuts.
1: Cars don't have teeth. Cars don't have teeth. Dogs do. And there was a man-eating dog in the house that sent two other people to the ER that has now magically disappeared.
0: Like so Commander.
1: Not, I, wish I, could say that, I wish I could say that Michael Proctor was just a really stupid person and Brian Tully was just a really stupid person. But they're not that stupid. They're, they're corrupt.
0: These are, they the are cops. They're covering
1: up them. Yeah, these are the cops. These are, they're covering up them. And we know Michael Morrissey's no genius, obviously Meatball Morrissey. But they know that cars don't have teeth, and they know that when a, okay. if a body if, if the plow driver says that there was no body on the lawn at two thirty, then Karen Reed couldn't have killed him at twelve thirty. Okay. Tell us some possible. of the things,
0: and if they that have disappeared. Go ahead. I, I you know the, you said that the uh, the DNA tests on the arm with the the canine DNA they've disappeared. Uh, the the uh, library the library surveillance the li- camera footage has disappeared. Correct?
1: Oh yeah, well, only two minutes of it, Howie. So they, they this library Karen Reed would have driven by the Canton library around twelve thirty eight a.m. on her way home, right? And if she had hit John O'Keefe, and her taillight was broken into thirty five pieces, then they would have video of her broken taillight when she drove. So the library handed over all of the video of that night. To Michael Proctor, the lead detective who happens to be best friends with the Alberts and the McCaves. And they hand over that uh, tape to him, and then he puts it on a CD-ROM like it's 1995 <laughs> and hands it over to the defense, except there's two minutes missing between 1237 and 1239, the exact time when Karen Reed would have driven by there. It's just gone, and there's no explanation for it. How about that?
0: Hmm. Charlie. That's
1: not incompetence, Howie.
0: Charlie, you're next with with Howie Carr and Turtle Boy. Go ahead, Charlie.
1: Hi, Howie. Hi, hi Aiden. Glad you're out of the big house. Um, you touched on it a minute ago, Aiden, about the, the um, search history on the computer, about how long it takes someone to, to freeze to death. Um, so so yep. was, was that um, fake news or was that? Um, was oh, no, it? that's real. So at 2.27 a.m., Jennifer McCabe, who was inside the house, searched for how long to die in cold. She then deleted that search, and she searched for it later on at 624, hoping that the 624 search would make the earlier one disappear. So she, why would she Google how long to die in cold at 227 if John O'Keefe never came in the house, if they had no idea that John O'Keefe was lying out there in the snow? None of these people heard this man getting hit by a car or saw it and the two houses across the street that have ring camera videos that point directly at where this incident would have happened. Neither of them were asked for their ring camera video. Neither. That's not incompetence. That is corruption. I was in the slammer with a man by the name of Brian Walsh. And Brian Walsh is going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Did you get an interview with him, by the
0: the way? Is that coming soon?
1: I, I I, I slid a note under his door asking him for an interview. And he took the note and he gave it to his lawyer, Larry Tipton, and I asked him, and he's like, oh, you gotta ask my lawyer. So Larry Tipton's got my number. Larry, give me a call. <laughs> my biggest question for Larry would be simple. Since, do, since Google searches apparently are no longer valid in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, if people like Jennifer McCabe do them, then do you feel better about your client's chances?
0: <laughs> I would ask him where the body is myself, but.
1: Yeah, that was, I was gonna ask that, but it was a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird being next to a guy. You're like, dude, you, you did some weird crazy things and Google a lot of weird shit.
0: Oh, watch out there. Watch out there, Taylor. Oh, sorry, sir, sir. 844-500-4242. Steve, you're next with Howie Carr and Turtle Boy. Go ahead, Steve.
1: Who who was the detective Proctor? Is that the state police or was that local? Yeah, he's he's state police. He lives in Canton. And he has been best friends with the Albert family for two decades. We have video from his sister's wedding in 2012 in which the ring bearer was Colin Albert. So he was seven years old at the time. Colin Albert lives uh, was inside the house when John O'Keefe was killed and was a neighbor of John O'Keefe. And they had personal animosity towards each other. Colin's a punk, gets in lots of fights, had scratched up knuckles a couple weeks after, was photographed with scratched up knuckles and a black eye a couple weeks after John O'Keefe was murdered colin albert was never interviewed by michael proctor was never treated as a suspect because why would he he's known michael proctor his entire life and this was never disclosed that michael proctor never thought to say oh yeah this family they we're really close with them his mother posted on facebook that the alberts aren't just friends they are family these people are best friends and it was never disclosed
0: turtle boy i'm glad you're out and uh, I'm glad you look to be headed for, uh, for bigger and better things. And it looks like uh, Karen Reed is uh, going to be exonerated sooner or later. But uh, thank you for being with us. And people can, people can watch you tomorrow night on your show. What time does the show start? 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Okay. And That's I hope, right. to be, hope to be reading more posts every day. And keep those letters we'll coming. Yeah, those letters are great. Okay, that's uh, no. that, All right, thanks, That's Aiden Carity, Turtle Turtleboy. He's out of he's out of uh, out of uh, 30 days in the hole, which turned into 60 days in the hole. 844 542 42 we will be right back. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr. We'll be right back. Howie Carr is back. I love MyPillow's products. I sleep with their pillows, I wear their slippers, I dry off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to MyPillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Taylor, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is which of these recently reported price increases at McDonald's would you be willing to pay? Hash browns at 5.69, egg McMuffin at 7.29, a Big Mac combo at 7.1759 rather, a quarter pounder bacon with cheese, combo $19. One extra cheese slice at a dollar fifty, or I don't go to McDonald's anymore. I don't go to McDonald's anymore. Those prices are pretty scary for what you get. 90% say they don't go anymore. 4% say they'd go for the Egg McMuffin. 2% each say either the Big Mac, the Quarter Pounder, or the extra cheese slice. Nobody wants a hash brown. You know, I, I was kind of surprised by that. I mean, I mean, that's really a ridiculous price for the hash browns, but I, I don't think those are bad hash browns that they have, Taylor. Do you? They're pretty greasy. I, I, I wouldn't do that's it. That's what I mean. They're delicious. <laughs> that's, isn't that what a hash brown is supposed to be? All right. 42. i I'm, uh, I'm glad that Turtle Boy is out. And, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine them getting a conviction against Karen Reed under any circumstances. I mean, I know they just got the conviction of the uh, murderer of uh, of uh, Officer Chesna from Weymouth, but it took two trials, and they they had this guy cold, and, and he'd also killed a, an elderly woman. This this guy Lopes, and uh, and they they blew the case. I, I mean, it, and that was a, that was absolutely cut and dried and they almost had a second mistrial on that case and and yet they and that guy was just a thug and and they and they thought they were going to get the they do they really seriously think they're going to get a murder conviction on this uh on this uh, woman who you know she may have had a gotten a bad ice cube that night and uh, but she she's generally speaking i would say a pretty uh uh, a pretty sympathetic character, especially after she's been put through all this. There's no, there's no way they're going to get a conviction. I just don't. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of confidence in the feds. I mean, and, and again, that's not a, that's not a knock on Joshua Levy. He seems like he's a he's a pretty decent guy, and he's obviously a a, a tremendous improvement on Rachel Rollins, his predecessor, who was trying to fix uh, elections in Suffolk County in her spare time, and. Uh, but they just move so slowly and they they want to have they they the they, they never want to lose a case they never want to have any kind of chance of losing a case that's why they wait and they just keep digging up more and more evidence to make sure that they can convict and I don't know I just don't I don't see the I don't see the Fed stepping forward myself maybe maybe I'm wrong I, I hope I am wrong I would it would it would certainly make for a great case if they if uh, it would big headlines. It would be a huge national story if the FBI came in and, and uh, you know, well, let's just say they if they intervened in the case. 844-500-4242. 508, just hearing you talk about McDonald's makes me nauseous. That food is no good anymore. Actually, you know what? I could go for McFlurry right about now. When do the shamrock shakes come in? It's not really its not really St. Patrick's Day. I'm, I'm wearing my Triple O sweatshirt here today with my shamrock on it from Whitey's Old Bar. And uh, it's, I could go, how about you, Taylor? Would you go for a shamrock shake? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. What the hell does that mean? I th- you you're too good for a shamrock shake you're a health person no.